Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to Heart to Heart. I am Batsheva Hart, your host. It's been a minute. Sorry, guys. Going to try to get back into the podcasting spirit. A lot has been going on the past month and a half, I think, since I've been on here. I think I've been struggling to get my groove within my move and then unfortunately everything that's happened in Israel it's just been a really hard troubling time for a lot of people. I wanted to kind of give you guys a life update where my head is at how I'm doing. I think it's important to share my experience in hopes that if someone else is feeling something similar that they can maybe learn by how I I've been handling it because it's something that's really been a learning experience for me. Going to backtrack to moving into my apartment. This was the first apartment that I've ever signed a lease by myself, went to see it myself, applied myself, all those things. I had never done that. I did that for my Miami apartment, but it felt like a different experience because it was very temporary. I was so excited about this apartment because it was close to my mom. And well, it is close to my mom and it just had all the things that I was looking for in the price range that I was looking. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. I've manifested my dream apartment in New York City. I got it. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm starting a new chapter. I've decided to stay in New York City. Let's put our headspace there because we're going to get back to this in a moment. I'm trying to settle into my apartment. It still feels really new to me. But it's starting to feel like home. October 7th, so I've been in my apartment for about a month. Everything goes down. I remember my brother sending in my family's group chat saying, like, did you see that there are missiles? My dad was there. My stepmom was there. My family. I have grandparents there, aunts and uncles. And I was like, unfortunately, my response, which is, like, terrible looking back at it, was, I'm sure they're fine. Like, that's just the way it goes in Israel, unfortunately. They have the Iron Dome. I'm sure it's okay. Not, It's not like breaking news, unfortunately. But then stuff starts coming out about the attack at the music festival and all the kibbutzim and all the brutal and horrible things. And it was like a, sh- it was a shock, I think, to everybody to be hearing all this and just the amount of lives that were unfortunately taken very emotional. Um, It's interesting for me because I feel so deeply connected to these people who I've never met. And because I'm Jewish, I really feel, I think a lot of people like my friends who aren't Jewish have asked me like, how do you feel so emotional about people you've never met? And like the Jewish world is so small that 
everybody knows somebody that's been affected personally by this. And even though I haven't personally known someone, I feel the pain of those people because they are my people. I, Jewish people have been brought up that the world just people are out there to hate you. And unfortunately, that's just the way it is. And you come to like, just be like, okay with it kind of. But now it's just on such a extreme that it really feels like God forbid there could be another Holocaust. And I'm so thankful to everyone, if you're listening, who has stood up and spoke your voice and gotten, you know, I know you're going to get hate if you do. So I thank you for having the courage to do that. And I don't really want to talk too much about that because I recorded an episode with my sister about Jewish identity and being Jewish and how we feel um, and what we can do. But I wanted to talk a little bit more about how can you continue life right now and what could you be doing? Because I was really, really, really struggling. It's like, okay, how do I deal with this? Like, I'm extremely depressed about what's going on. I don't know how to go about doing my job properly. Um, Like everyone else goes to a nine to five. This is my job. And I really was really struggling, just like with everything that was going on, receiving an insane amount of hate, knowing that everybody, regardless of their public or not, can be attacked. People are hating on them. Just a really scary place to be. And I decided that I needed to focus my attention elsewhere because constantly seeing hate and disturbing images and hearing about what's going on was too much for me. And you may come at me and be like, well, this is what's going on. You're being ignorant. What's wrong with you? And I don't think that I am. I think that everyone needs to find their place within this and how in the moments of being strong and speaking up and showing your support for your people, you also need to take care of your mental health. You need to make sure that you're okay. You know, the example of put on your oxygen mask before the person next to you because you need to make sure you're okay in order to help other people. So by no means does that mean I'm not interested in helping and educating myself and knowing what's going on and sharing what's going on. But I also knew that I needed to shift my energy so that I wasn't going to keep on having nightmares every night. And I wasn't going to walk around depressed, feeling like I couldn't get out of bed and I couldn't get dressed and I couldn't continue with my life because that is helping nobody. So what I decided was I was like, how can I, I had some extra time because I wasn't posting on social media, which was my job, which is what keeps me busy every day. I'm like, what can I do? Because I can't continue scrolling constantly and just being depressed. So I decided to do the manifest workshop that I had done at the beginning of the year. It's called Manifest Magic. It's by my friend, Sarah Pearl. And I actually got to meet her when I was in LA this summer. I had come across her TikTok end of December, probably last year when I was just like, I don't know what my For You page was sending me, but it was probably like how to manifest, manifest your dreams, manifest your dream boyfriend, something along those lines. And I was just like, okay. I've always been interested in manifesting. Let me learn how to do this. Like, what is it? And I decided to take this course. I bought it. It wasn't cheap, but I was like, I'm investing in my future. I'm investing in my dreams. This is worth my time. And it's a three-day course. So I started it the beginning of January. I was like, I'm entering in a new version. I, for like this six months probably leading up to it since the summer 
I had been wanting a serious relationship and I just had been going on dates not that often like I was no longer in my hinge ho phase but I've been going on dates like a healthy amount of times I would go on dates I would take a break I would delete the apps I would re-download the apps blah 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 back and forth I wasn't finding anything I feel like I've talked about this before and I was just like kind of discouraged about love life work everything kind of need a new perspective on life this course, I'm not going to like delve deeply into it, but it really did change my life. I really, the biggest thing I learned from it was having gratitude, being thankful, learning to see the good in everything. I really believe that because I took that course, like I was able to meet my ex-boyfriend. I was able to move down to Miami in a seamless way because I remember I said I was moving to Miami for just for the winter, but I said I was going. I didn't have a place back in New York. My lease was up. I didn't get my apartment until like 10 days before I was supposed to leave. I just like wasn't really thinking about it. I waited to the last minute and everyone was like, you're crazy, nothing's gonna be available. You're not gonna find anything in your price range. And I ended up getting an incredible deal, amazing lo location. And I was just like, I whenever a thought in my head would come be like, it's not gonna work out. I was like, it's gonna work out. And I learned that self-talk and how you approach your thoughts, that creates your reality. If you wake up in the morning and say, today's going to suck, today's probably going to suck. If you wake up in the morning and say, today is a new day, I'm going to have the best day ever, the sun is shining, things are coming my way, and you wake up with a positive, abundant mindset, you are going to attract those things. That energy is going to be emanating from you and people are going to feel it. And you're just going to be going for what you want. So the biggest change I saw was learning to be grateful. I had taken a TED Talk way back when, when I was a college student. We had to watch something and write a paper on it. And I chose to watch one about happiness. And essentially, he was saying that in order to achieve happiness, like it's not something that's measurable. Happiness is different to everybody. But how do you find happiness? And Essentially, he said that happiness is the way that you feel about life. So how do you train your brain to be happy? He recommended for 30 days to write down three things every single day that you're grateful for. And they had to be specific. Not like I woke up today, not like the sky is blue and my legs move. Specific things. So like, for instance, today, I could say I woke up before my alarm feeling really rested I did my Pilates class with my friend. It felt really good to move my body, even though it was challenging. And I got my stepson all ready for the day, walked to Soho House, got my emails done, and I feel productive. So those are three very specific things, specifically to today. If I've trained my brain so much that I could sit here and write a page long of things that I'm grateful for, specifically for today, because... I've been training my brain every single day. I have an alarm that goes off in the morning and at night now telling me to write my gratitudes down. So you got to get creative. And when you start doing that, you start programming your brain to always be looking out for something positive. And when something doesn't go your way, instead of being like, fuck, my life sucks, you're like, oh, but this, this, and this went my way, like, I'm still good. Like, it's not a big deal. This thing wasn't meant to happen to me. This, the universe or God or whoever you believe in, 
it's not meant to be right now. I realized that I, throughout my past few weeks of being really depressed, I'm like, I need to have more positivity in my life. And I need to be able to look at these terrible experiences and be like, okay, this is terrible. What can I learn from this? How can I be better? How can I grow as a human being from this? I decided to redo the course because I was like, I need a shift in perspective. I need a shift in my energy. I'm not okay right now. And guys, I feel like a new person right now. I did it two weeks ago. So it's been two weeks. I just feel so much happier and mentally healthy. I sat down, reevaluated my dreams, reevaluated my positive mindset, have reprogrammed myself to be thinking more positively about everything that's going on. Unfortunately, it's really hard to be positive in a time like this, but I'm looking for positive things elsewhere that bring me up when I do feel down because you need to take care of yourself. I've decided, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but I am moving to Miami. I realized when I was writing everything down on my dreams, my aspirations, and things that I'm manifesting that I really loved living in Miami. I only lived there for two months. Give a little recap on that. I decided last fall that my lease was up in February and I've always said I wanted to live in Miami. I was very single. I'm like, I'm going to move to Miami, see how it is. I always say I want to go there. I should probably try it out. I'm going on dates still in New York in January and my friend sets me up with this guy. At the time, I had been off dating apps. I wanted to be set up by friends. My friend sets me up. I'm like, let me just date him. When I'm back in New York, she's like, just go on a date with him, try it out. And I'm like, all right, fine. I go out with him. He ends up being my boyfriend. When I go to Miami now, I'm no longer single. I'm no longer like thinking about myself. We weren't exclusive. Well, when I went down to Miami, we were, we were already exclusively seeing each other. So I went down with like a support system. I went down with this person that if I was lonely, I can call. I went down with this person who basically stayed with me for majority of my time in Miami. So I never really had to branch out and make new friends and develop new relationships and really see like, is this a place that I can see myself living by myself? And while I was living there and I was becoming more serious with my ex-boyfriend, we had spoken about, okay, yes, we're going back to New York. Your job is in New York. You can work remotely. Like, let's talk about moving to Miami full time after the summer. At that point, we would have been dating for X amount of time. It would have made sense if we wanted to move in together. And so when I left Miami, my mindset was, I'm coming back. I had messaged my realtor saying like, hey, please look for long-term rentals coming September. Like, I'm moving back. I really had this feeling of like, I'm really happy here. I love Miami. I love the sunshine. I love being able to be outside. I have family in New York. I have my mom's apartment. Whenever I want to come back to New York, I have a place to stay. Super easy. I'll still be able to see my friends all the time when I want to. I work remotely. I can come back and forth, but Miami will be my home base. And I really felt that way. And I definitely think something that held me off from having that breakup with my ex-boyfriend was the fact that 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I didn't want to start over making plans with someone. Like, I was so excited, and this is, like, me being very vulnerable, but, like, I was so excited to have a person to make life decisions with and life transitions with. And I had been single for a year and a half, and I was just, like, so happy to be in that partnership again and to have that support. So when I knew that breaking up with him meant, like, that Miami wasn't going to be an option or if I was to go, I would be going myself, like, I definitely, it took me time to be like, okay, but that's a ridiculous reason to stay with someone. Like, you got to do what's best for you. So when our relationship ended, I was like, oh, shit. Now I have to actually decide where do I want to live? Like, where do I want to continue my life? And it was in the summer. I was traveling a lot. I'm like, I don't need to figure it out now. I'll figure it out when I come back. I come back to New York. I'm single. And I hadn't really been back in New York single. And I was like, okay, I need to figure this out because I can't be living at my mom's apartment as a single person. Like I need to be able to go on dates and be like, this is where I live, not living with my mom. And when I had my boyfriend, it was fine because it was like, we're going to be moving in together eventually. Like I don't need to get my own own place. You have your place and we can use my mom's place. It's like very at my own entrance. It was, it was a good setup. So it felt like it was fine for the interim until we decided like what our next step was. Like, why did I need to be spending rent at that point when we were spending a lot of nights together? I came back and I was like, do I want to live in Miami or New York? I am not strong enough to move to Miami myself. I'm going to stay in New York and I'm going to find a man in New York that wants to live in Miami with me and snowbird or live there most of the time or move there because eventually that's where I want to settle down. And I decided all of this in the summer when it was hot outside and I wasn't really in New York, I was in the Hamptons and I was barely, I just wasn't really here that much. So I was like, yeah, New York is all I know. I have all my friends here, I have my family here. Why the hell would I move to Miami by myself where I don't have enough close friends, where you have no family. I have like some family, my grandmother lives there now, but she doesn't live like near Miami. I have an aunt and uncle that live, but not in Miami close by. And I'm like, why would I leave the comforts that I know? Like, I've been through enough life transitions myself. Why, am, why would I put myself in another uncomfortable position? But now that I've been here and I've committed to New York, through this manifestation, manifest magic workshop, I was like, why? And it also got cold out. Let's, let's, I'm going to backtrack for a second here. I am like fully set on I'm living in New York. I'm going to go to Miami for weekends in the winter, like here and there. I'll get my Miami fill in like I've done my entire life until last year. Then it gets cold. My text, my friend, Audrey, who was planning on snowboarding because her lease is up in December. And I'm like, I love you, Audrey. I need to come with you. Would you want to get an apartment together? Because I'm like, there's no way that I can spend money on New York City rent and get an apartment by myself in Miami. Like financially, just can't do it. So I'm like, but if I share 
if I get a room, if I go with a roommate, then we're going to be splitting rent and like, yes, it'll be expensive, but I can swing it for a few months. Another two weeks goes by because I decide this like right kind of, I would say like beginning of October that I'm going to be snowboarding. Middle of October, which was like literally last week, last Tuesday, so exactly a week ago, it's freezing in the morning. I'm walking to my Pilates class. It's like 40 something degrees. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I've just been manifesting that I want to find a place in Miami. I want to spend time in Miami. I would love to find someone to date in Miami because that's where I want to live. I had been feeling leading up to this, like unsettled in my apartment, like something was off between just life and work. And I felt like my energy isn't where it's meant to be. Like, I really felt like I was like the one of the best versions of my human self the two months that I was in Miami. And yes, it could be because like I had therapy the day that I had this aha moment. It could be that because I was falling in love and it was a winter and it was temporary and it felt like vacation, that's why I loved it. But it could also be that like, I do believe in, there's like a Jewish saying or Hebrew saying like, change your play, change your environment, change your luck or change your location, change your luck. And I really felt like when I moved out to Miami, my work was booming, my love life was booming. I was just really good. And I've been feeling like within work and mentally and with dating, like it just hasn't been working out for me in New York right now. And I just feel like that my energy here isn't like, isn't where I want it to be. And I really feel like my energy when I lived in Miami was superb. So why not give that a try? Like I have nothing to lose. I just felt like the minute, so I went on my story and I said, I'm going to be a snowbird with Audrey. But the minute I said it out loud, I was like, oh my God, I haven't verbalized this, but I actually really regret not moving to Miami. I'm not a regretful person. I think that everything I've done in life, I stand behind because I've learned something from it. I had therapy that day. It just happened to be I had like set it up because of everything that's been going on. And I was like, I need to get therapy in because it's not something I do on a weekly basis. It's more like case by case at this point. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I think I made the wrong choice. But like, why did I sign on a year lease September 1st and decide October? I don't know. What day was it? 18th that I no longer wanted to be in this apartment. But I think I what I realized is like the things that have been stopping me from doing that was the fear of loneliness. And my therapist was like, well, this is your fear. Like when you were getting divorced and you were starting that process, that was your biggest fear, being lonely. So she's like, okay, well, how can you deal with this loneliness? I agree. Like my biggest fear is loneliness. Like right now I live so close to my mom. I have, I've really developed my female friendships. Like when I became divorced, I didn't have strong female friendships. I really worked on them. But now, like if I want to hang out with someone, I have people to text, be like, Hey, what's up? Like, let's hang out. And if that doesn't work out, or if I don't even want to talk to people, I just want to be around people. I come to my mom's house and I work here. You guys see, I'm at my mom's house all the time. I eat lunch here. I see my siblings. I'm super close to everybody. So me moving to Miami would mean that I no longer have that stability. I no longer have that close support system. Yes, I can call them on the phone, 
but that in-person experience I will no longer have. And that freaks me out. And also friends, like I have friendly friends there, but I don't have close, close friends. I never developed those relationships when I was in Miami last year because I had my friends from New York who were there. And then I saw those friendly friends like here and there. I didn't really work on it. But the minute I said this out loud, I was like, I need to do this for myself. I need to go to Miami with the headspace of this is where I want to be. This is what I'm doing. And see if I actually like it. Like, I have no idea. I think I will. But I have no idea. I keep on saying that I want to find a man who wants to live in Miami because that's where I want to settle down and raise a family. And I've never actually really lived there. That's a little crazy of me. Like, why am I looking for someone who wants to do Miami with me in New York? Because I'm just scared of moving by myself. And also work-wise, I just feel like I need this shift. Like, I think that I worked better in a warm environment because I could take photos outside and I can do videos outside and life is colorful and there's more to share and more to see. And on a Sunday or on a Saturday, you can go to the beach or the pool instead of just like eating and drinking, which I love as well, but I like a balance. So I just think I really love the lifestyle there. I still don't know how it's, I don't know when it's happening. It's going to happen soon. Like the fact that I'm saying it out loud, I know that it's slightly delusional because I still have a lease in New York and I'm not going to just move without getting rid of my lease. But I felt like I needed to talk about it now because when you say something, and I believe this within manifestation, just like my vision board, putting things that are going to happen for me. If you say something out loud, you start to convince yourself it's happening and it's going to happen. So like, I believe that me saying I'm moving to Miami, everything's going to work out for me. I'm going to get the clarity I need. I'm going to live my best life there. I will. Like, I truly believe that because I feel pulled there. And something I've learned through the past two years with my divorce and ending this relationship that I had most recently is that trust your gut. Like, my gut is telling me I need to make this move. My gut is saying, you need a change of location. You need a change of pace. You can do anything right now. Like, now is the time. I'm 30 years old. I can work remote. I'm financially independent. I have the means to pick up and move. I'm still close to my family. If I ever feel like I miss them, I fly back home for a weekend. Not a big deal. Why not? Like I am strong. I'm capable. I am brave. So if you're listening to this and you've been wanting to make a change or you feel stagnant or you feel like you're down, I recommend doing this manifest workshop, but also speak your dreams into existence and don't be afraid because well you can be afraid I'm afraid I'm scared shitless kind of I had lunch with my family the next day on Wednesday after I decided on Tuesday I'm moving and I was so scared to tell my family because I'm like what are they gonna say and my mom was like obviously we want you to stay in New York but like if you feel like you need to do this you need to do this like trust your gut your gut is calling you to a place you gotta go very thankful for my mom and my family for always supporting me in all of my decisions. I've always been a risk taker in life. I have never stayed stagnant. I have always gone for something, even if it seemed a little cuckoo or unconventional. And looking back on my life, I'm really happy. I'm proud of my accomplishments. I'm proud of the person I am today. And I know that regardless, however this goes, if I decide to stay in Miami forever or I decide, okay, that was fun. I'm happy I tried out Miami. I'd want to come back to New York. I'm never going to regret this experience. 
Because what am I, there's nothing, I'm not losing anything. I'm taking a chance on myself. I'm taking a chance on my gut. I'm taking a chance on new opportunities and possibilities. And I'm really excited about it. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you're inspired to chase your dreams a little harder, to take time for yourself. And if you are struggling, think about ways that you can improve your mental health because that will only help you be a better person and help other people more. And to everyone listening that is Jewish, I am here with you. I stand with you. We are a strong nation. To everyone's listening that has been supporting the Jewish people, I appreciate you. I had to come back on here because while I was filming this, my phone was on Do Not Disturb, and my amazing friend Doreen, who is a lawyer, has been emailing my building about getting me out of my lease. And I just told you guys that I still was in my lease. Like, I don't know when I'm going because I need to figure out how to get out of my lease. And... I have been saying that they're going to let me out of my lease. It's not going to be a big deal. I'm not going to be penalized. I'm not going to be charged a breaking lease fee. They're just going to let me give it to someone else. No big deal. No penalty. She called me because they just got back to her finally after a week saying, if Bacheva can find a tenant to take over her lease, sublease it, meaning like I completely relinquish my lease to them for the remainder of the term, I get my security deposit back and I'm good to go from whenever that time is. So yes, I may be delusional, but my fucking dreams come true because I genuinely believe in them. And guys, I'm moving to Miami. Now I can actually, it's like I was saying it before because I was willing it into existence and now it's actually happening. So if you are looking for an apartment in New York City, in Tribeca, in a doorman elevator building, that is beautiful. I'm going to do a tour of it, of my apartment. Then DM me or email me probably better because it's a beautiful apartment. It's amazing. And I love it. I just am moving to Miami, so I don't need it anymore. <laughs> this is amazing. Thank you. Until next time. <laughs>